It's about that time. For the inside trim. You know that nasty trim. Don't wind up on your back, bro. Are you ready? You better be ready, bro. Because you're about to get inside trip. And we're back. What's up, wrestling fans? All right, wrestling fans, we are definitely back again a little earlier than normal. This is the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. I am Brandon Olinger alongside my partner in crime, Ben Watson. What up, what up, what up? All right, so you can hit us up on Twitter at the Inside Trip One. If you want to hit us up, we actually now have a Facebook page. Hey. Find us, like the page, follow us, the Inside Trip. Maybe try to become in a relationship with us on Facebook. Can you do that? Can you still poke people on Facebook? Oh, yeah, poke us. Poke us. Um, all seriousness, if you want to send us an email, do so to the Inside Trip One at gmail.com. All right, guys. You might be wondering why we're back so early this week. This is not typically our style. There's been a lot of stuff going on in the wrestling world. Wouldn't you agree, Ben? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I think that we've kind of alluded to it earlier, but as, as people will see from the nature of uh, the heading of our podcast is that we had the opportunity to um, you know, talk to Pat Downey, the former ISU uh, Wrestling All-American. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think... It, I think everybody that follows wrestling understands all the drama that's gone on um, this past week affiliated with the Iowa State University wrestling program. You know, it was supposed to be a time of, uh, I guess for some people, a time of, of, of joy, I guess, as they announced the new head coach, Kevin Dresser, this week. Um, but today there was some news that broke out that was probably not so joyful for some other people, and that was the news that Pat Downey had been dismissed from the wrestling team. Um, and then with that news, a lot of rumors came out, right? Exactly. So, so you know, uh, just to give you a little backstory, Brandon's been talking with Pat. Well, you know, we've always been interested in Pat. You know, this year he's really come on as, you know, one of the bad boys. You know, a lot of tweets about, you know, I'm going to beat this guy or this guy's a bum. You know, tweets that I took as fun yet competitive tweets. Um, so a lot of those came out. So Brandon, you know, reached out to Pat, um, you know, or, or, you know, somehow it had been in, made in contact with Pat a couple weeks ago, and we, we planned on having him on. I think we alluded to it actually last podcast that we, we should get him on the podcast. We knew at that time we were planning on having him on. Um, and this was before any of this came out. We thought That's we were going right. to have him on That's before right. the Big 12s um, to kind of, you know, just to have some fun. Listen, I mean, it, the true story is this. I had been communicating with Pat, just kind of, you know, messaging back and forth. Um, you know, Ben and I, we were wanting to get a wrestler or two on the podcast as we approach the, you know, the time of the year that all wrestlers are excited for or what everybody's training for. You know, I said, I think he's got a really interesting story out there. You know, he, he's always talking the, you know, the mad shit on, on Twitter, which yeah. I, I told him, I think he's a character. I enjoy reading it. Um, but ultimately, I don't take it too um, seriously. You know, you, you, no, know, I don't, you can't definitely. take life too seriously. Exactly. Um, you know, ultimately it was that he hadn't wrestled a lot of matches this year. And I just kind of wanted to talk to him about how he was preparing for the big 12 tournament as well as the NCAA tournament. So we had set up a time 
to actually talk this evening. Um, he agreed to kind of come on the podcast, you know, just kind of, you know. I mean, it was literally set yeah, up for this evening. Yeah, it was set up for this today. evening to, to, to shoot the shit with us a little bit about, you know, his season, um, what he's been doing and whatnot. And then suddenly uh, the news broke out today that Pat had been dismissed from the wrestling team. And I'll tell you what. You think it surprised you listeners out there? Well, it definitely surprised Pat um, because he found out through social media. Yeah, and you're gonna get to you're gonna get to hear all about it. Pat comes onto our podcast and kind of tells his side of the story. You know, as, as everybody knows, there's that old adage that there's you know three sides to every story. There's one side, the other, and then maybe somewhere in between. Well, we were hearing a lot of from what well, we heard. You know, we heard the um, statement from Kevin Dresser, basically that he was dismissed from the team, and that's really all you're going to hear. The statement was actually Kevin. Not, Jackson. Excuse me, Kevin Jackson. Right. Yeah, and that's all you're going to hear from ISU. They're not going to come out and give you anything else like that. And that, you know, that's probably I can't blame them. Um, and then you hear from a lot of the you know social media heroes out there that get on there and bash them about it. Especially you know they can't wait to see him fail and get on there and talk a bunch of crap to him. So what we wanted to do was give him um, a form and a mechanism to tell his side of the story. Absolutely. And I think that's what we did in our interview with him. So, you and, know. I, and I think some of you, you know, if you guys listen to this, I think some of you might actually be surprised about, you know, who Pat Downey really is. Um, I told him, and you'll hear this, I, I told him that, you know, I my expectations were set based off of the persona that he, you know, that he put out there of himself through his through his Twitter actions, his social media actions. And you know what? I kind of enjoyed it. I, I told him he was a character. I liked following him. Sure. You know, you're, he's calling people like Gabe Dean bums, Bo Nickel bums. But I think he was doing so because those are the guys that he has respect for that he's looking forward to competing with and wrestling. And, uh, you know, of course, you got the people out there in social media throwing shade, Pat Downey's way and whatnot. Put your name on it. Yeah. But anyway, all this is basically leading up to the fact that we just – um, we were able to get Pat on the line tonight, let him kind of tell his side of the story. Um, what kind of, how this all kind of went down. The guy's a pretty articulate young man. Right. To be honest with you. It's not what you would expect based on reading his tweets. A- absolutely. And not I Not to be rude to that, right? No. And I think you're also going to hear into this that, you know, you can tell that Pat's been doing a little self-reflection. Um, so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and let you guys listen to that interview that we just did with him. Uh, so we hope you enjoy it. All right, everybody, Ben and I are here on the line with Patrick Downey, All-American wrestler for the Iowa State University. The Cyclones took fifth last year at 197 pounds. Um, Pat, we appreciate you for being on here with us today. Um, Seems like there's been a little bit of chaos in your life recently, um, and we just wanted to give you a chance to kind of air your side. Um, It's been pretty obvious that you've been attacked nonstop on social media and, um, you know, most of the media reports that have come out don't reference, you know, anything that you've had to say. It's more what everybody else is saying. So we wanted to give you a chance to kind of tell your side of the story as well. So thanks for being on here with us. Yep, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate this opportunity, you know, just kind of talk and get, you know, my thoughts and feelings out and express my point of view and, you know, the the truth of what's what's happening with my situation anyway. Well, that's perfect. Um, you know, I know you and I kind of exchanged some messages through through Twitter and through text this this past week, and um, you know, you were you were really geared up, really excited. You said your body was healing. You were looking forward to wrestling at the Big Twelves, and definitely looking forward to wrestling at the national tournament. Um, I know a lot's been going on with the Iowa State program lately, obviously with the change of coaches and whatnot. But you 
you know, you seemed like you had a very positive outlook on things. And then suddenly within the last 12 or 24 hours, there's been some, some, some change, some news that's hit come out that's kind of affected you. So, um, I guess the first thing I would like to, to ask you, you know, just, we see what's been reported already, but at this point in time, is your technical, your official stance with the Iowa state team? I mean, are you currently dismissed from the team right now? Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, we were talking, you know, up until up until today, this morning, and when I found out, you know, via Twitter that I was that I am dismissed and I'm off the team, yeah. Yes, that's my current standing with the team. But up until today finding out on Twitter, I I was under the impression that I was Are you there? Did we lose you, Pat? All right, let me see if I can get you back on the line. I think we might have lost you. Hey, Pat, sorry about that. I think we lost you. That was my fault. Oh, yeah. I, must have, uh, I don't know. Did I hit something? I thought nah, I was I th- still on the phone with you. <laughs> yeah, I think it was my internet connection. I apologize for that. Um, so you were, you were, you were kind of talking to us. You were just saying it. Basically, up until this morning, you know, when you found out on Twitter the news, and uh, that's kind of where we lost you at, man. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I woke up, I found out about me being off the team, like I said, on on Twitter. So, I mean, of course, I was uh, blindsided and and whatnot, but I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what more to like say about that because how'd you find out? On I mean, Twitter, I, I mean, Iowa wrestling one of these at links and just added me into it saying, here's the news. And it was, I, I was Pat Downey's been dismissed from Iowa State's wrestling team. So, you know, up until that point, I thought I was gearing up for championship season, which is why I was talking to you so confidently because I was, you know, even though I was, wrestling you know not wrestling as many matches as i should have been because of injury you know broken rib high ankle sprain uh i was still healing and getting my body ready for the peak of the season what mattered most and and like i said i'm the best i've felt in years wrestled gibson 30 minutes last night and he's a ncaa all-american heavyweight so your body you think your body was starting to feel pretty good getting gearing up ready to go Exactly, which is you know, which is why I'm talking the way I'm talking. I'm I'm confident in my in what how I feel and my abilities when I'm healthy and in shape, which I was about to be this year. Last year they wrestled me at Big Twelves under worse conditions, not at one ninety. I'm up. They bumped me up last second, one ninety seven. I'm not even trained to do it. My rib was broken last year. I didn't have a preseason last year. I mean, so many things were worse last year, and now I'm actually healthy and in shape to wrestle, and I don't get the opportunity so i mean obviously waking up it's just been a freaking worst day since my dog died this year i mean i woke up just finding out i'm not on the team anymore they didn't even have the decency to tell me in person i mean i just feel i don't know did you did, you did you contact them after you read that twitter or that, that excuse me that tweet that that you weren't on the team anymore yep what, what happened there well i just you know went when uh if i if i'm getting told i'm not on a team you know i mean i was made aware that kevin dresser appointed uh the assistant coaches as the interim coaches until you know 
he gets in next year because KJ has stepped down and whatnot. He's not coaching at Big 12s and Nationals. So it's so as soon as that happened, I guess the first action was to kick me off the team. But I didn't get a meeting or told or what was happening. I mean, as far as I know, I mean, I was going into practice yesterday and and was right. getting told I had to meet with other people. I mean, I've been right. blindsided by this. So. I've been preparing for championship season, hence why I've been talking. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be calling guys out if I didn't think I was on the team going to wrestle. Right. So, yeah, I mean, basically from what I understand, Pat, I mean, it's obvious that you and KJ have a pretty close relationship. I didn't realize that KJ was not going to be coaching at the Big 12s and at the national tournament. Um, have you Correct. Had a ch- have you had a chance to talk to KJ about this situation? and Has he been able to give you his thoughts? Yeah, KJ showed up to my house today and and met with me at my apartment in my house and sat down and told me the details of it and you know watched me cry like a little girl because him and I have the realest relationship and uh I've been honest with him throughout my time here and vice versa and uh you know it stings because KJ and I have such a good relationship and I know he's the best coach I've had he's he is the world champ he is the olympic champ there's a reason he has those accolades because he is the best so um, it's a it's it's damn near criminal to have the dude I came here to wrestle for taken away from me, and then me lose my opportunity all in the same you know time frame. I mean, I knew I knew when that news got announced in the middle of the season, it was going to be bad for me because, like I said time and time again, I my loyalty here is to KJ. I committed to KJ. He recruited me. Makes he sense. gave me my chance, and he's who trains me. He's who's coached me. He's who's gotten me better. So I mean. It, so you say that Thanks, man. you say that you, so obviously you have a real close relationship with uh, KJ. Um, how was your relationship with the assistant coaches? Was it was it not as good? Was it decent? Did you think that it was good? What what's going on there? Because it sounds like they were the, maybe the ones are, that made the final decision. I'm not sure, but yeah, I mean honestly, I'm not 100 percent sure who the final decision goes to. Like I said, I'm just here to wrestle. So I mean, when I hear about this on media, I don't know who's making the calls. That's why I do uh, rash things like call out the athletic director in the university on Twitter and try to pin it to my profile to get it to blow up so they have to hear my outcry for help. I mean, I just, I mean, I've called the athletic director as soon as I found out just to, just to set up some type of meeting to say, hey, can I get released? Can I get to a different program? Can I still wrestle? Like, I've been, you know, you only get four shots at this thing. You dream of this as a little kid. I mean, it's, you know, your eligibility is very fragile. So, I mean, uh, I mean, regardless of my relationships with the assistant coaches, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not trying to bash anybody, but yeah, like I, I said, my you. loyalty goes to KJ. You know, my loyalty is to KJ. I'm not, I'm not going to talk down on Angel or the Paulson brothers. I mean, their accolades speak for themselves, but you know, everybody. No, that's a great know. point. I think you make a great point there. Um, have, I know when we were kind of messaging back and forth, you said that you were going to meet with Coach Dresser today. Did you get a chance to meet with him? No, did not. Was told I'm was to clear my locker and not to uh, not to be affiliated with the team today. So I never actually got to meet with the coach. But from what I heard from the team meeting is that he doesn't have an interest in meeting with me neither. So I guess it. I don't know. It doesn't okay. sound like uh doesn't sound like we'll be uh sticking on board together for next year or anything like that. 
Okay. Now, um, I know you said that you've, you're trying to get a meeting with the athletic director. Have you got been, been able to get that meeting set up? Um, you know, I haven't, I haven't heard back from him or the uh, office there. I mean, I've only met with the administration of not, not, not the full athletic director, Jamie Powell. I haven't met with him. I've only administration I met with is, uh, Chris Jorgensen and he works with another part of like the, you know, thing with determining if athletes are eligible to compete. And, uh, I was told I was eligible to compete from an administrative standpoint of view, but the coaches are the ones who decide the lineup ultimately. So the administration can't go tell coach Campbell, you know, who's going to play on the field or, you know, sure. the basketball coach can't get told by the administration who he's going to start in his starting five. So, sure. So, I mean, it doesn't so, really matter. I guess what the ADs has to say, the coaches make the decision who wrestles. So Pat, we were, you know, we read a, an article that was put out last year after you made All American, and it, it basically told your story, all your struggles that you've been through. I think it was right before the NCAA tournament. Maybe it was right before the NCAA tournament, but you know, it basically to- told your story, all the struggles you had been through, um, the things that you've overcome, both, you know, some out of your control, some things obviously brought on by yourself. I, you know, you've owned mm-hmm. up, you've owned up to them. Um, one of the things that mentioned that is was that you were thriving, you know, in a structured environment and that that's what KJ was able to provide was a structured environment at Iowa State that you were thriving in. And ultimately, you were able mm-hmm. to go out and secure All-American honors. You know, I think in some of the media reports that came out today, it said that you were being dismissed from the team from violation of multiple team rules. What are your thoughts on that, man? You know, um, are you even aware of what it, those rules was, are? I am. I am. I'm aware of the rules that, you know, that I, you know, that I uh, violated the the social media rules, I guess, the way I speak, um, the way I portray myself. And it's crazy that I've clean. I, 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 I did try to clean up while I was here. And, and that's what's crazy to me is that I still am in violation of certain, you know, social standpoints. I mean, you asked me if coach talked to me today. He told me today that if he had 10 Padiannis, he wouldn't even be in this situation. But obviously he doesn't agree with me from the way I uh, portray myself on the social media aspect of things, which kept being a problem. But from a what I'm here to do standpoint, which is wrestling, he was saying if he had competitors like me that, that wrestled the way I do, we, we wouldn't even be in this situation. So, I mean, in one instance, I guess coach kind of loves me, and then in the other sense, he has his reasons to hate on me too. But at the same time, I mean, the rules—the rules that I was under, that I was violating this year—I mean, I was doing them because they were best for me. Me not training at practice, me not wrestling in duels, was best for my rib and my ankle to heal, to give me the best opportunity to be healthy and in shape for for champion season last year sure. I wrestled they loved me because I was wrestling injured and training injured and getting shot up before every practice of course they loved me I was doing what was best for the team I was their scapegoat going up and down to 84 and 97 whenever they picked and choose but I was best for them but but I mean yeah you can't that's not really something that anybody can debate you went into the national tournament with I think what 15 matches wrestled I think your record was 11 and no I think I think that was my final record going yeah. into big 12s and nationals. I was about 
four and one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I mean, and I obviously... finished at that record after Big Twelves and Nationals. I didn't have any tournaments until Big Twelves and Nationals last year. And you were injured last year too, right? Wrestling through broken ribs and whatnot. Broken rib at the Bill Farrell. That's which is why I didn't get to wrestle any senior circuit this year. And then the same freaking thing happens at the Cyclone Open. I mean, it was just a freak accident on the exact other side. I mean, great doctor here. He said it was just my body evening itself out. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) two upper rib fractures in the same year. It was wild. Okay, Pat, so to kind of get back back at it, this is Ben. Um, So your understanding basically is that you you were dismissed from the team for violating social media rules. Uh, I mean, is that what it is? Do you know exactly? and and there and I uh, I mean as they say when I get injured and I'll admit to this too when, like I said when I am not the same when I'm injured I mean that's part of the big reason why I messed up in Nebraska I broke my thumb and I kind of got went MIA and disassociated myself from the team but it also when you get injured you're no longer an asset to them so they start treating you different because hey you're not here you're you're on full ride you're not here wrestling winning matches for us you're not here at practice. Well, yeah, but if I am, I'm never going to get healthy and be good at when it matters. And and my legacy means more to me than wrestling through injury and having excuses. Competing with excuses and is it's embarrassing. It makes sense. So, so yeah. when I'm when I'm when I'm going to put my wrestling, my art out on the line, when I'm doing what I love to do, it's going to be under it's going to be under my circumstances. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be in shape, and I'm going to take I take more pride in my wrestling than they do. They don't care about my wrestling. So when I'm going to wrestle, it's going to be me healthy and in shape. And that's why I made a vow to myself. I vowed to never compete with excuses again. And I, all I ever did was give myself the best opportunity to be the best version of me when it mattered, which is Big 12s, NCAAs. And, and if that puts me in team violation, if me refusing to practice injured, me refusing to compete through injury to give me the best opportunity to win when I want to, if that's in violation of team rules, then yeah, I did violate team rules, okay. and I and I made that very clear to coach that I wouldn't be competing and practicing injured. But you know, I also wasn't there from a leadership type of standpoint of showing up, and and I guess I yeah I let my teammates down, and and the last meeting I had with coach was to be at every practice and to give apology to my teammates for disassociating with myself and turning my back on them when I was injured and. You know, that's something I'm going to have to live with from my mistake, and I have to look in the mirror with and the way I deal with things when I'm going through something. I can't, you know, it was wrong of me to turn my back on my team. Did, did you get a chance to talk to the team and apologize to them for that? No, I mean, I've talked to my couple of my individual brothers, but not not uh, not the team as a whole and a collective unit, no. Gotcha. So, you know, I... I know uh, I can't stand social media trolls. Um, I think a lot of people do it. I think a lot of people hide behind social media. They throw shade at people. I I think you, and I'm just kind of speaking real with you on this point, and I think you would agree with me. I think, you know, you're very vocal in social media, and, you know, you, it almost makes it an easy target for people to do so. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you've never wavered on anything that you said. You believe in your abilities. You believe you're going to be ready. You believe you were going to be a national champion. And probably what's going to be end up being the what would end up being the toughest bracket at the national tournament. Um, But, you know, there's when I get on social media and I'm reading some things on message boards and stuff, you know, there's a lot of people trying to spread, you know, rumors out there that, you know, maybe you live a party lifestyle. Um, is, Is that is that true? I mean, would you disagree with that? Um, 
you know, I mean, my lifestyle, I guess you could interpret it as a party lifestyle. I mean, I, and, and this is another thing I'm from a lifestyle standpoint, me at Iowa state right now and Ames is the best version of me I've ever been. I mean, if, I believe if that they would have seen the way I lived when I was going through some of my trials and tribulations in high school in Baltimore. I mean, that to me was a party lifestyle, you know, but I guess from the culture and area I come from, I, I never, I never necessarily was a, you know, I didn't, I didn't describe myself as a, I'm a, I'm a jock or I'm a lacrosse football wrestler. I'm, you know, I was somebody who, you know, I was out on the streets and the corners in the parks and, you know, I was street fighting and, you know, playing pickup games. And I was somebody who grew up in a rougher part of town that just so happened to be able to play football or play wrestling or, you know what I mean? Or play lacrosse at a high level. So, so that's one of the things that I got to, uh, you know, reevaluate in my life is, you know, maybe God sending me a signal with all these injuries and setbacks that I keep having that, you know, maybe at this level, I might have to change my lifestyle to, to, to be, Hey, you are a wrestler. So this is the lifestyle you live. You are an athlete. So you live this lifestyle, right. maybe disassociate some of my old, habits and tendencies and stop categorizing myself as, Hey, you're this, you're this dude. And then you just happen to wrestle on the side. You just happen to go out there and scrap whenever you feel like it or can whenever you're healthy. And you know what I mean? It's not, I I will, I will admit to that. You know, my, my lifestyle, you know, isn't the stereotypical, you know, D one wrestling regimen, I guess, per se. I got you. I got you. I feel you. Um, I just want to backtrack just a second. I know, you know, you were talking about how you hadn't been able to, you know, you weren't going to wrestle through injuries or practice through injuries, and that's understandable. But, um, you know, I have to believe that you were still doing some sort of training, keeping yourself in shape, keeping that drive going. What were you doing on the side to, to, to keep preparing for what, you know, you know, the conference tournament and the national tournament that you assumed you were going to wrestle in? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, what's, what people don't see – you do is better than what they do see you do in my opinion you know i'll train three to five times a day some someday and i'll get a call saying i was lazy because they didn't actually see me there training you know i mean so i do so much on my own from cross training from basketball you know racquetball uh just running and training circuits on my own i mean going outside and just walking a frisbee golf course will will burn free calories i mean i just live an active lifestyle you know Mm -hmm. i can't be bored so whether I'm injured or not, I got to stay training. I mean, I'm a, my body, I, I'm a, I'm an athlete, you know, I'm always going to be playing pickup basketball games and, you know, I just live an active lifestyle. That's who I am. That's my identity. So, so, I mean, I do, you know, when, when there's times I hit an eye ankle sprain or I break a rib and I can't breathe, you know, there's times where you go on a week or two state depression because you physically can't do activity. So it's tough at times, you know, being as active as I am and how I like to live stuff when you when you hit you know you know uh setbacks like this and so so is that what happened pat you got injured and then and i I don't want to put words in your mouth i'm just trying to kind of put everything together this has been you got injured and then right and then maybe you stopped you you didn't you you weren't always going to practice because you were injured and you were trying to yeah 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 disassociated myself with the team they you know they were like where's pat where's pat he's never here well i'm not here there because we're at wrestling practice and i can't do wrestling now, do you think that you now 
looking back on it, would have done it differently and maybe gone gone to those practices and, you know, maybe try to do some rehab there? Oh, yeah. I mean, if I would have known this was going to be the end result, I just sat there and stayed after. I mean, gee, I didn't – I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, man. I would have uh, – I'd love to sit and watch them do wrestling every day if it meant I could have wrestled when it mattered. So, so do you got a response to the people that are out there saying that um, – so, you know, there's a lot of people saying that, all right, he didn't follow the rules, he didn't follow this, he didn't follow that. But there is a you know handful of people that when I've read on the message boards that are saying you were dismissed from the team for partying and maybe doing some things that you weren't supposed to be doing in, in a party atmosphere. Um, do you have a response to that? I want to give you some time to respond to that. Well, that's just, this is not factual, not true. I mean, you know, we're in a generation where uh, – freaking everybody has an opinion whether they're in the know i mean or not to know i mean you can create a an account name and say whatever i mean that's just not factual that's just not the reason why i was dismissed i mean like i said earlier in our interview on this podcast from an administrative standpoint i am clear to wrestle at big 12s i mean there's there's no goes nothing further than that it's up to the coaches to decide who they want to wrestle now to me if you care about wrestling genuinely and you want to do what's best for the sport genuinely for the not only for the team, but for the fans and for the sport from a bigger perspective. You wrestle who's best. I mean, from high school, how they're trying to uh, ruin this cadet world's opportunities and get a prep national title from the Maryland State Wrestling Organization all the way up to me in the D1 level. So, you see politics ruining the sport. And, I mean, you, you, I, I, w- I want to see Pat Downey with best people. I want to see Pat Downey wrestle. I, I mean, I do sure. too. I, you know, I told I want you. to. I, I've been talking all this trash so I can go and show. You know, I mean, I've been trying to change the, the name of the sport. I've been trying to change it. Talk, say who you're going to beat. Go beat them. Look, look like it's somebody who who says tells the truth. You know, right. absolutely, man. I totally get it. And that's, you know, like I told you before. I think when we first started messaging, um, speaking of those people that hide behind, you know, social media and stuff, I wanted to make it very clear that's not what we who you know what we are about. We really wanted to give you, you know a what? chance. The to people tell that hide side. behind social media are a bunch of pussies. <laughs> I agree, man. Yeah, I could tell from the get up, y'all were genuine people. You care about the sport, care about letting me get my side of the story out, and that's why you know I decided to take this talk with y'all. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be even be chatting with y'all if I thought you guys were trolling me or something. I just, I just appreciate genuine people trying to let me get my side out. It sucks. It's under these circumstances, man, because my my, my mental's not the best, and and I'm sorry if I said anything, you know. Mm-hmm wrong actually i mean i think you've done a a very good job of portraying your side of this and and getting your side out um you know pat i i I am curious you know i get most university has have social media rules and you know i told you from the get-go that you know i think you are such a character on twitter um do you think that the the way that you sometimes come across on twitter Maybe the coaches were afraid that it was making the the team or the university looking you look bad. Well, I'll flip it. If that was the case, I've had Twitter for six years. You know, it's only gotten cleaner. This is this is me with cleaner Twitter. Go through <laughs> thirty thousand, go through thirty twelve thousand tweets ago and see where I started, and then you'll see. Wow, this kid's come a long way. So, <laughs> so KJ, and that's why I came here. KJ and I were on the same understanding. We were here. I committed to coach to get better at wrestling and not at the NCAA tournament. I'm talking world-class wrestling level technique and, and teaching. That's why my, my move here was for one reason, and it was to compete for KJ. And if that was the case, why would he have viewed me as an asset last year at the national tournament? 
a JUCO kid coming from with 23 credits to pass. I mean, me even getting eligible was a long shot last year. Right. Hey, nobody can deny your talent. I think. I mean, junior world silver medalist, man. I think if I if if I got the story mm-hmm. straight, you didn't wrestle your senior year of high school, but you went out and you won senior nationals. You then went out to Fargo and won junior nationals, right? And then you went to the OTC, yeah. and then that eventually led to you getting a a world silver medal at the junior worlds. Is that correct? That's correct, man. I damn near went until I was twenty years old. I went undefeated until I lost to that Iranian in junior world finals. I mean, I was on a run after they didn't let me wrestle, and and if they want to, they want to fuel the same fire that they sparked oh. four, four years ago. Let them, let them go ahead because it's not going to be. I'm not just going to, you know, go out and lose this battle. And oh, Pat Downey went and turned into a hermit crab and withered away and became a nothing. No, my God is going to let my talent get seen some way or another. U.S. Open, World Team Trials, universities, wherever you want it, want me to do it at, I'm going to be there doing it. That was what I was, that was my next question is what's next for Pat Downey if um man whatever's this whatever's soonest whatever whatever's next whatever's up soon So Pat I mean I think I obviously based on the situation it would be a an extreme long shot at this point in time that we get to see you finish the season wrestling for Iowa State which is unfortunate um but I know you've made mentions of possibly transferring. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of rules around mm. that. Um, mm. yeah. right, right now, who are you going to be conferring with? Who are you going to be talking to about what to do next? Well, you know, I can't, as far as the transferring talk goes, I'm not even, you know, released. I'm still figuring out my situation here. And my situation sure. here is, um, I'm focused on, on what I'm, what I'm here to do. And I got to, yeah, I gotta, I gotta stick to my plan. You know, after this semester, I'm 19 credits away from a degree. For me, that in itself, I know I'm here to win a national Huge. title. But that's awesome. A college education that that would be something for me. So if I if I can finish this semester in summer school off right and finish my degree, then I'm free to transfer. I have a graduate. I mean, I'm I can I'm free to go wherever I choose. That's right. So, that... but you know, so that's my plan right now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not selling myself short. I've been reached. I've already been reached out by multiple MMA management companies and, and, you know, and D2s and NAIAs and all these other people that want to kind of, you know, steer me off my, my goal. And, and I'm not, I'm not going for it. I'm, I'm sticking to my plan. I'm going to finish my degree. I'm going to finish D1 wrestling. And, and if I don't get my opportunity this year, it's not, not in God's plan. It's going to, it's going to sting. Yeah. And I'm going to have to bite this bullet. You need to be in D1 it wrestling. Is what it is, though. You've got the talent for D1 wrestling. Um, have you ever, you know, yep. you sound like, honestly, a pretty articulate young man. And, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. Obviously, I, this is Ben. I follow you on Twitter, and I like it. I think it's mm-hmm. fun. And I, and I think that a lot of the stuff you say, you obviously believe, but you're saying it with some fun, right? You know, you know, you believe that you're going to beat these yeah. guys, but you're saying it with some fun. Oh, yeah. Um, have, yeah, I'm having fun doing it, too, beating them. It's fun. It is fun. I love it. Have you ever thought about, you know, or just thought recently about maybe talking to Angel or the Paulsons and saying, look, you know, I know, I, I know, I, you know, I, you feel like I let the team down by not showing up. I know that was, you know, my fault or this, that, and the other, and maybe trying to come clean with them one final time and saying, you know, but in the end, this is, you know, this is a dream of mine, and, I, you know, I really want to help fulfill it. Or, you know, I mean, I guess what's the next plan? You know, at this, at this point, um, you know, at this point, my relationship with them, they knew me well enough to know that 
by doing this, it's a it's a dagger in my heart. I mean, they they wouldn't even tell me to to my face. They had an, they had a freaking press release about it, and then had to have KJ come over to console me and break the bad news to me. I mean, I mean at at this point, I don't I don't even oh, I don't even know if we could meet face to face. I think that's why we we probably gotcha. haven't been allowed to meet face to face because I I don't I don't know if we would it would be a happy meeting. I don't think. So gotcha. I'm just not even gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna worry about that, man. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just gonna keep praying on it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter. I've been dealing with people trying to take my dream away for whatever reason. They have a problem with the way I carry myself, or whatever their own spiteful and, you know, other vindictive reasons may be. They have their reasons and their motives and their hidden agendas. So I'm not gonna let a few people ruin. You know, my dream is a little boy. I mean, I've, I've I've worked so hard, so much time. I mean, it's it. I'm just not going to stop and let them have the gratification of ruining my my life's work. And you know, wrestling sure. it's my passion. It's my passion. I mean, yeah, you didn't see me at practice, but guess what? You didn't see was me swimming in the pool and watching 20 hours of film on Asgarov and rewatching my junior worlds loss 30 times. I mean, they don't they don't see what I do. When I'm not there doing it, my my passion for the sport, it's not going to be denied. And I mean, you guys are going to see it at the U.S. Open, man. I'm not I'm not going to not compete again, you know. No, yeah. that would be that would be a travesty for everybody if you didn't compete again. We want to see you compete. You know. I'll... Yeah, and I, I mean, I just feel like I'm trying to be written off right now by I mean, obviously all the haters and trolls, but my own people, and that's what kind of hurts. I mean, you feel like you're being written off. You know, they don't believe in you, or or I mean, honestly if the situation would have been flipped and Jamie Pollard wouldn't have gone out of his way to make a big scene about it in the middle of the season, he really cared about the wrestling team. He wouldn't have fired coach in the middle of the season. He would have said, Hey, y'all get to keep your job. If you finish top 10 at NCAAs, then what if they were keeping their jobs at nationals, if by based on their performance, do you think I'd be wrestling then? I bet I would be. Cause uh, I did last 100%. year. I hundred percent. I bet you would be freaking politics, man. And that's all it comes down to. They're ruining the sport. And that's why I can't go meet with them face to face. I, mean, I hear you, I I, honestly. So, you know, you think KJ got a raw deal? KJ got the rawest deal of all, man. He's he <laughs> freaking legend, and you can't help that, that his assistants want to, you know, bring in the wrong guys and try to go behind his back and undermine his authorities and his coaching. And, you know, I mean, I'm not even going to uh, – uh, there's, there's so many complexities to this whole ordeal of why it's so messed up on so many different levels that – no, I believe it, and you know, listen. I can tell. I can tell you're getting. The more we we talk about that situation, the more upset you get. And I don't want to get you too upset to where you say something that you, you know, that you, that you'll regret. That's not what we're about. Yeah, that's um, what I'm trying to avoid. I keep biting my tongue, and I'm no, sorry. That's, I keep no, that's no statements. It's okay. It's okay. So we good, totally get it, man. You know, I, I got. I gotta be. I gotta be honest. You know, all I had ever known you through was just through social media, following you on Twitter and stuff, and. You know, I'm glad that we had a chance to to have this conversation because I think uh, I think there's more than meets the eye to you than than what people see on Twitter. And um, you know, I, I tell you what, we you mm-hmm. know Ben and I with the Inside Trip podcast, we 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 really hope that whatever happens with you, man, it happens for the best. Um, yeah, you, I, you're, I'm definitely a Pat Downey fan. Not that I wasn't before, but now <laughs> I am for a bunch of different reasons too. Um, so let me ask you this. Yeah, man, I really appreciate that, man. I appreciate that, guys. I appreciate that. You you know, it's 
it's a cliche, but don't judge a book by its cover. You know, I mean, everybody views me as this uh, dumb city kid just ran on Twitter, but uh, you know what they don't see is, uh, guess what? Every hater and every supporter, they want to see me wrestling, regardless if you hate me or love me. You That's you want to see me wrestle Nickel and Gabe Dean, don't you? <laughs> I, I, I do. In dude, fact, I want to see that so bad. I'll set a match. I, I want to do it so bad, dude. Welcome <laughs> to the party. <laughs> All right, Pat. Listen, we've had you on here for close to forty minutes, man. I don't want to take up a whole yeah, lot man, more of your time. Um, yeah, I do want to give you, it. I do want to give you the opportunity. Is there anything else that you would like to say? One last thing you would like to say to the people? Um, no, nah, sorry, Cyclone fans. Sorry to my family that I don't get to, so I won't get to put on the show that I hoped for. You know, it's a, it's, hard, it's breaking my heart not to get to do what I said I was going to do. But uh, I want to give a shout out to my brothers. Earl, Spoon, and Buff, because uh, I still believe in my guys and my guys here on this team. And, uh, you know, no matter who's coaching them, I think they can make noise at the national tournament. Do you think we'll see you at the national tournament, even if it's as a spectator? You're going to go down and watch your boys? That's a long shot, man. I might have to, though. I might have to make an appearance. See if somebody will give me a ticket, huh? (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. All right, Pat. Well, hey, listen, thank you so much for your time. We wish you the best of luck, man. Um, if you got anything else you ever want to get out, feel free to, you know, to hit me up. And uh, again, I hope everything works out for the best for you in the long run. Yeah, appreciate that, man. You guys are good dudes. Thank you for letting me uh, get, get it out there. All right. Take care, Pat. Yep. you too. See you, fellas. Well, there you have it, people. That's Pat Downey's side of the story of how things have shaken out. Um, really appreciate him coming on, letting us maybe be one of the first to actually get to talk to him about how this all shook out and everything he's going through at this point in time. I think a lot of you may agree there's definitely more to you know than more to the more than what what you see on the surface yeah. right now. More, yeah, more to the story than what you read on message boards, right? Absolutely. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know, this is a very complicated situation. I sometimes we have to you know step back and think that. It's easy to be fans. It's easy to throw shade at people. But a lot of times, these are just young student athletes who are still learning a lot of the same lessons that we learned when we were that age as well. You know what? When I was his age, I was, I was acting. I was acting. I don't even want to. Yeah, you know what I'm Dude, saying. I was out of control. So, you know, again, as we said, we wish Pat the best of luck in his endeavors. Uh, can't wait to you know see him at the U.S. Open, the World Team Trials, and we really hope that he lands on his feet after all this plays out. This has been the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Episode number 13. Peace out, guys.